another episode of the successful driver podcast here in the clear simple use truck buying studio uh hanging out here excited for another conversation with someone at atbs this time michael schneider tax manager over there michael hello how are you doing well ken thanks for having me yeah, man, we're excited to talk to you. Uh, you know, it's it's getting towards the end of the year here. Uh, and, you know, one of the topics of conversation that always seems to hit, you know, in Q4 um, is Section 179, uh, a, a tax incentive. I, we'd love to talk to you a little bit about that. You know, I'm not a tax, tax expert. Uh, I know enough, you know, to be slightly dangerous, but I feel like you, know, <laughs> you might you might have even a little bit more insight Um could you just maybe give us an outline of, 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 of section 179 for, for truck drivers that may, you know, maybe don't know a ton about it? Sure. Absolutely. So when you say section 179, you might hear section 178. Uh, what that's referring to is depreciation and depreciation is available when you are purchasing your truck. Uh, so really that's going to end up being a tax deduction for you on your tax return, lowering your tax liability, lowering your tax due, or potentially increasing refunds. Um, specifically, Section 179 and 168 refer to accelerating that depreciation schedule even more so than a standard depreciation schedule. So taking more of that deduction upfront in the first year that you purchase the asset or own the asset. So, you know, there's, there, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm, I'm going to learn. Section 179 is not simply just, it's not a, a code specifically for truck drivers. It's actually a code yeah. for a variety of, of, of business owners, correct? Absolutely. It's in the internal revenue code and it's available to anybody who's self-employed or runs a business. Uh, and it's for anything really over $2,500 that you purchase. So that could be a toolbox, an APU, a, a building. Uh, it could be a number of things uh, depending on the industry you're in. Okay, so let's just kind of maybe try to talk this into, you know, maybe even a little bit more simplistic terms when it comes to potentially purchasing uh, a truck. What does section 179 mean for truck drivers that might be looking to purchase uh, more inventory or, uh, or new inventory, uh, a new unit? Absolutely. So what the tax code section allows you to do is take up to a hundred percent of the value of that asset as a tax deduction on your return. This is only available in the first year that you purchase. So as you mentioned, if you're replacing a fleet of trucks or even making large repairs, uh, you have this section 179 available to you uh, to take 100% of that deduction, even if you're financing that equipment. Um, so you may go out and get a loan for it, uh, make payments over time, but as far as taxes go, you can take 100% of that deduction upfront right on your first year's tax return. Um, help recoup some of that uh, cost or or other profit that you've made throughout the year. You said a little bit about um, just making improvements on a truck. So potential deductions yeah. on just making improvement on your on your truck. Yeah, absolutely. So anything over twenty five hundred, uh, excluding things that would be used up in one year, is the technical code. So the easiest way to think about that: you replace an engine, you replace a transmission, or sometimes even multiple repairs like clutch and brakes at the same time. If that cost of labor and parts exceeds $2,500, you can use Section 179 to depreciate that repair automatically, instantaneously, take 100%. Um, the one I, uh, especially for uh, truck drivers, to exclude is tires. 
Um, so oftentimes tires do exceed $2,500, uh, but they're used up within one year. So you're just going to expense those as normal. You're not going to worry about section 179 or depreciation. So uh, let me just throw a scenario. I'm a truck driver. Um, it's been a, you know, a year of, of high returns, high yield. Um, it, it, in years like that, strategically, <laughs> it might make sense for me uh, to try to take advantage of, of this tax incentive in a big way, because I'm probably likely to incur a bigger tax bill because of, you know, the success I've had out on the road. Yeah, absolutely. You've, you've got a perfect understanding. And oftentimes if you're replacing equipment, uh, as you mentioned, you're on the tail end of that depreciation schedule. So you're getting very little value in, in the form of a tax deduction. Um, so replacing that piece of equipment might accelerate those expenses and those deductions uh, to lower your tax bill again, more to what you were used to in those first or second year of owning that truck. So Mike, Michael, with your role at ATBS, um, is, is part of what you guys do out there just to kind of help people become and make sure that they're aware of some of the incentives that they have at their disposal? Or is, is does this show up in your role there a lot? Yeah, absolutely. So when we're dealing with truck drivers and their tax returns, we're often running multiple scenarios to see what is going to be the best outcome uh, for that driver and that specific piece of equipment. Um, so it might not make sense to use Section 179. It might actually make sense to go a different direction and get a better benefit, save some of that depreciation for future years. Uh, but like you mentioned, in the many of the cases, you're replacing a piece of equipment and you've got no depreciation left on that piece of equipment. So Section 179 might be an excellent option for you. What Can you just present a scenario where it would make sense for somebody? I would, I'm just kind of curious. What, what's your sure. scenario where Section 179, you know, taking advantage of that really doesn't make sense? Yeah, so people oftentimes overlook the standard deduction. So you have to kind of think back all the way to 2018 when the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act was introduced, and that doubled essentially the standard deduction. That's been increasing uh, based on inflation every year, and we're up to almost $26,000 for a married filing joint couple. So let's just take that example. Married filing joint couple, you've got $26,000 of standard deduction. Let's say that your earnings from your business are thirty dollars or even $40,000. You don't want to really reduce that thirty dollars or $40,000 below twenty six dollars because then you're just leaving that deduction out there on the table. You're not taking advantage of that standard deduction that the IRS is automatically giving you. So a lot of times you want to look at that net profit and make sure you're not reducing it lower than the standard deduction. You want to take advantage of that, save that depreciation for future years when your tax bill may be higher. Um, how many, do you, do you see a lot of truck drivers that maybe have failed to take advantage of this or didn't know that this was available to them? Section 179 that is. Oh yeah. Especially with, I mean, most tax preparers are going to know about section 179, um, but a lot of them aren't going to run the options for you. So they might not even tell you it exists because they may think, well, you're not going to understand depreciation. So I'm not going to explain it to you. And that, that can really be dangerous because it might be in a situation where the, the driver could easily understand what Section 179 is, how depreciation reduces their tax bill, and leave that decision for the self-employed individual to make that decision rather than taking that decision out of their hands and making it for them. So that's really what I see a lot of in, in other tax preparers. We'll get a tax return and the, the tax preparers deciding what's best for the client uh, or the taxpayer when really that decision should be left to the driver to make. 
you know, I know tax season's, you know, six months away, but it's based off all the decisions that occur within the fiscal year. And we're sitting here looking at, you know, 2022 and it's winding down and, you know, there's, you know, there's only a couple months left in the year. So um, I just kind of, just kind of a little curious, like, you know, what are the high level things? Like if you were just gonna, you know, what, what do, uh, you know, what do truck drivers need to know most, you know, here with the, with the next two months, you know, if they want to try to figure out how to take advantage of this, you know, what are some pieces of advice that you would give them with, with, with two months, you know, running on the clock essentially in, in 2022? Yeah. So a lot of folks are reapplying for health insurance right now. Um, so they're looking at their net income or their estimated earnings for the year. And that's a great time to look at that estimated earnings and also think about, should I be replacing equipment, improving equipment, adding equipment? Um, if you do that in these next two months, November, December, you're looking at a deduction for the entire year. So that's a great opportunity. Don't wait until January or February to make that decision if it's going to benefit you now. Uh, that's a great thing to look at. Other than that, for us accountants and tax folks, just start to get your information together and send it off. If you're using an accountant, send that information now because we get super busy, as you can all guess, in January and February. So if you're sending your information then, uh, you're kind of in the in the pile with everybody else sending their information. So send it early, be on top of organizing your materials, and then you're able to make those business decisions. Should I buy equipment this year or next year? You can start to have those conversations with your accountant. Are there any limitations with section 179? Are there are like thresholds that you can't exceed? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know those off the top of my head for most drivers. They're never going to see that limitation. It's uh, I want to say 20 million. Uh, I'm, I might be off on that, but for people replacing their entire fleets, um, those are the folks that definitely need to look out for those limitations uh, but for the standard driver, single truck, or even two trucks, they're they're not earning quite the level to uh, exceed that limitation. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about just ATVS and your kind of role with all of this. Um, how are you helping truck drivers navigate all of these tax issues? Just, t- just tell us a little bit about ATVS if people don't know. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, talked a little bit about the decisions. Like we like to empower the client and the taxpayer, put those decisions back in their hands. So we'll share the information. We'll educate and uh, let you make those decisions. At the same time, um, we want to help you with your business in our consulting realm. If you have questions and you need somebody to call and ask, how do I make more money? How do I improve my bottom line? That's really what we're here for. So uh, we encourage those calls. We don't charge by the hour. So you're able to make those calls as often as you want and as frequently as you want um, so that we can help you improve your business. That's Michael Schneider. He's the tax manager at ATBS. Michael, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Of course. Thanks, Ken. That's another episode of the Successful Driver Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you later.